0: And welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. On the Kid Stories Podcast YouTube channel, there is a special drawing for this episode. I'm not going to tell you what it is until the ending of the episode, but be sure to click the link in the show notes and watch that video so we can draw together. Now let's get to some shout outs. Sam Goss enjoys the stories. Sam, I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a dream ninja. That would enter people's dreams and nightmares. Thanks for listening, Sam. Owen from Minnesota drew a great gloop soldier. Awesome work there, Owen. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be the director of a traveling circus who went from town to town entertaining the countryside with a multitude of circus acts. Thanks for listening, Owen. And Orla and Bran from Oopay, New Zealand, like the podcast. Kia ora, Orla and Bran. I love your drawings. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you would be the ninja police of Beachwood Beach, and you would patrol the beach to keep it safe. Today's episode is titled Southern Swamp's Treasure Hunt, Part 4. I want to again thank Kai for his awesome story ideas. Thanks for helping to make this series so great, Kai. Master Momo, Tim, and Ray explored the forested area around the waterfall. While the ninjas had done a bit of underground fighting and exploring in their time, this underground waterfall was completely unique, and they had never seen anything like it before. The water flowed from an opening in the ceiling. This also allowed sunlight in, meaning that plants could flourish, and it created an amazing little underground forest. So do you think there's going to be a pile of treasure just laying around somewhere here in this forest? Tim asked Momo. No idea, Tim, said Momo, but Kai's right. We went through all the trouble to get down here. We might as well make sure the treasure isn't here before we leave. Meanwhile, Kai was beginning to get frustrated. He didn't want to come all this way for nothing. But this underground waterfall seemed like a dead end. They had explored all the other rooms and spaces down here, and they were no closer to the treasure. He looked behind trees and among piles of stones, The water from the waterfall collected in a pool before continuing down as the river. Kai searched all around the banks of this pool of water. It was shallow enough for him to step in and walk around, and he did, thinking maybe it was buried or sunk. But he found nothing, and Momo and the ninjas found nothing. After a few hours of looking, they rested on some large rocks near the pool of water. Before they could begin discussing their next steps, they heard voices talking and footsteps echo above the sound of the waterfall. Kai and the ninjas spread out and revealed their weapons, ready for anything. Their weapons were not needed, however, as Bulis, Tatiana, and Navy came walking and chatting on the sidewalk along the river. Wow, this place is incredible, said Bulis. You guys find the treasure? Not yet, said Kai. It might be here, or or maybe we missed it. Or maybe it's not here at all. How did you find us? We ran into some tree beasts that, surprisingly, did not want to smash us into bits, said Tatiana. They even showed us the way down here. Did you happen to run into any of those croc monsters on your way in? Asked Momo. Croc monsters? Asked Bulis. No. No croc monsters, thank goodness. That doesn't sound fun. What are croc monsters? Before anyone answered, the water down by the river began to swirl and slosh. "Uh Uh-oh, I think you're about to find out, Momo said. Kai grabbed Navy and set her down near a tree away from the river. Stay here, Navy, he said, and he spun and ran back to the ninjas. The river water roiled now like it was boiling, and crocodiles burst forth, just like before. Also, some crocs came running down the sidewalk next to the river. They had probably been following Bulis, Tatiana, and Navy, and were waiting for them to reach the waterfall room where everyone would be trapped. The crocodiles running down the sidewalk were carrying something. It was difficult to make out in the seconds before they all met in battle, but Kai swore the croc monsters were carrying... Cave spiders! Kai yelled once he realized what they were. At that very moment, the croc monsters all threw the cave spiders at the ninjas! They just launched them into the air like ninja stars, and the cave spiders all spread out their many legs as they spun through the air toward Kai and the others. Kai cringed. He was never a fan of cave spiders, and did his best to avoid them. And even after years of adventuring, he had never had multiple cave spiders come flying at him like this. He was prepared with his flaming sword. And as the spiders got closer and closer and he could hear their awful chittering, there was movement to his side and the tree beast again strode between him and danger. The tree beast used its branches and grabbed some cave spiders right out of the air. Kai figured the tree beast would throw them into the water or fling them against the wall, but instead the cave spider leaned its trunk back far to open its mouth as wide as it could and its branches flicked the cave spiders into its mouth. The tree beast was eating the cave spiders! Gross! yelled Tim. And even in the heat of battle, it was hard to ignore that watching this tree beast eat cave spiders was nasty. As much as it grossed him out, Kai saw how to use this to their benefit. He ran up to a cave spider that had landed among them and kicked it up into the air toward the tree beast. The tree beast leaped into the air and caught the cave spider in its mouth, crunching it with its razor-sharp wooden teeth. Eww, said Ray. Circle of life, said Kai. The crocodile monsters rushed at the ninjas, and they fought off their attacks, with the croc's sharp claws clanging off the ninja's swords. Kai continued feeding the attacking cave spiders to the tree beast, all the while keeping an eye on Navy. She was oblivious to the action around her as she tried to climb a nearby tree. He and the ninjas made quick work of the crocodiles, fighting them back into the river as they made their escape. Everyone huffed and puffed then, trying to catch their breath. Who knew tree beasts eat cave spiders? said Ray. Yeah, we should take this guy with us more often, said Tim. Maybe he eats cave trolls too. Let's get to work on finding this treasure before something else decides to come attack us, said Momo. Kai, what do you say we give it another two hours or so? Kai nodded. The last thing he wanted was for all of this effort to be for nothing. He began frantically searching all around the forested area here. Some of the ninjas went back down the river path to make sure they didn't miss anything there among the old rooms. Kai kept looking, but he felt like he'd already looked everywhere. He turned back and considered looking again among the underground rooms. He wondered if he maybe missed something back there. All those places flashed in his mind. And he remembered the waterfalls painted on the large wall murals. And he remembered the decorative waterfalls carved into the ancient furniture. And he remembered the waterfall statues that stood in many of the underground homes and living spaces down here. The waterfall, he whispered. Kai then waded out into the pool, where the water crashed down from above. Navy noticed Kai wading into the water and thought that looked like fun. There were parts where the water wasn't deep at all, only as deep as a puddle. Navy splashed in the water while Kai walked right into the waterfall, disappearing behind it. Did Kai just walk through the waterfall? Is he okay? Momo asked the ninjas standing around him. The others approached the waterfall pool, and Bulis stood near Navy to keep an eye on her. I found it! The treasure's behind the waterfall! Kai yelled through the sound of crashing water. The people who lived here centuries ago must have considered the waterfall to be very important to their way of life. That's why they created so many images of it. It made so much sense that that's where they would store their most valuable items. Tim and Ray followed Kai through the waterfall, and together they pulled the heavy chest out onto dry ground. Kai picked the lock and flipped the lid, and everyone stood around, marveling at all the amazing artifacts, gemstones, and gold within. Meanwhile, Navy continued splashing and playing, as toddlers do. She sat right down in the shallow water, and soon she decided to drink some of it, as toddlers do. Boulise noticed and called, Oh, no, Navy, don't drink that water. Here, drink this. For all they knew, the water was fine to drink, but they weren't sure so Boulice went to hand Navy her canteen. Kai went over to carry Navy out of the water. As he approached her, he noticed something strange. She appeared to be glowing. Kai looked up, wondering if, if maybe the sun was directly over the hole in the ceiling where the water was coming in. He looked around for some explanation as to why his sister was glowing. But she kept getting brighter and brighter until Kai had to squint to look at her, and her body began to change. She began to grow and grow, and her skin turned to scales, and she grew a tail and wings, and a moment later she wasn't glowing, but she wasn't a human toddler either. She was a white dragon, so tall that her head reached the ceiling here. And Little Navy, now Big Navy, looked all around at her new dragon body curiously. Kai went to Navy and placed a hand on her scales. Impossible. It must be the water that turned her into a dragon. Tim and Ray rushed into the magical pool of water, yelling, Dibs on some dragon water! Until Momo yelled, Stop right there! Don't you dare go drinking that water, you two. There's barely enough room in here for one dragon. Add two more and the place will come down on top of us. Navy, as a giant dragon... Continued splashing in the water, this time with huge dragon claws. So what do we do now? Momo asked Kai. She's too big to go out the way we came in. I don't know. Maybe it'll wear off or something, said Kai. Let's just give it time. And a little while later, it did wear off. Navy shrunk back down to her original human-toddler form, and Kai was sure to pick her up and move her away from the pool of water before she drank some more of it. Kai filled his canteens with the magical water, and they all lugged their newfound treasure out of the southern swamps and back to the dojo, which was made so much easier with the help of the tree beast, who continued to follow Kai closely. At the dojo, they split up the treasure, Kai was happy to have some new artifacts, including some water, from what they now called Dragon Falls. Well, Kai, next time you get a hot treasure map and you need some help, we'd be glad to come along, said Master Momo. Thanks, Momo, said Kai. I'll let you know. Everyone said their goodbyes, and Kai, Navy, and Tree Beast made their way back to Beechwood Beach and on to their next adventure. The end. On the Kid Stories Podcast YouTube channel, there is a drawing video where we draw some of the magical artifacts that were in the treasure chest behind the waterfall. So if you want to know about some of the cool things they found and to draw it along with me, then click the link in the show notes to visit the Kid Stories Podcast YouTube channel. I would love to see all your drawings. Feel free to share them with me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.